0: You're listening to Around Comics, episode 158.
1: Chicago, this is Around Comics, the Comic Book round Table. Uh, I'm
0: Christopher Naisman. I'm, I'm Tom Caters.
2: Uh, Whoa, did we switch it around? No,
0: I guess. Yeah, I thought we were going to not do that anymore. We're not going to oh, we around? made that decision while you weren't here. Yeah, that's right.
1: We hated You know why? Because it's really uncomfortable introducing yeah. intro. ourselves.
2: That's it. Let's just leave it. Yeah, <laughs> they can just figure Tom. out who everyone else yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> Scotty I'm,
1: and Sal are here as well. I'm <laughs>
2: motherfucking
1: Hank. Hank is in the house. Hank is getting a little fat.
0: Dude, Hank
3: got his braces yeah. off, and he's all fucking chipper now. He's on his cell, now. He his cell phone talking about lots of money. money he waved you off.
4: You were, like, talking to me yeah. on the phone. He, gave he you said, I way. got calls. And then I all of a sudden, calls he means it. It was like, yeah, it's going
1: to
2: be $150. Yeah, he
3: did, and that's no shit. He was like, get $150. I'm like, you're a kid. <laughs> Kids don't have 100 you can't, you can't, can't even count have. to $150. Yeah. Yeah. These
2: days, they do. Like, a kid the other day... I stepped on his shoes on the train, and he yelled at me. Yeah, no, he yelled at me. He shot at me once in the air on the train, which was obnoxious. And then he said, I could buy you ten times over and threw a hundred dollar bill at me. Damn. Then you said,
3: watch out, because I will audit you. I will
2: audit you. Are you declaring all that money
3: you have, kids? Yeah, kid. Hank. And he laughs in your face because he's a minor and he doesn't
2: have to declare anything. No, it's true. Son of a... Oh, parents parents laundering their money through their children. That's what it is. I got to get my kids in the game. <laughs> oh, it's good to have a <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Nice. Now, little Jack-Jack, <laughs> put this jack, underneath
1: nice. your pillow. Daddy, Daddy, why
3: I do I have them. so many green dollars under <laughs> my <bello laughs> pillow?
2: Never, ever touch them. <laughs> Don't ask me about my business, kids. Don't ask me. Now, if you see a cop come by, just go... Hey, hey, hey! Three times, really loud. <laughs> then run home as quick as possible. I
0: would never, ever do that kind of. It's oh, good. It's good to have the band back to. together, guys. It's been uh, first time in a while. Yeah, Since yeah. The last it's, club show. You shot, slackers keep taking uh-huh. weeks off. Me and Scotty are the only ones holding up. Give it a pound, pound.
2: You guys. Got, we had
0: to form it.
2: of loneliness, <laughs> <laughs> shape of nothing to do, <laughs> no social life. I'm out of here. Fuck yeah. this. Let's go. This going to go
1: roll with Hank. Yes. Come on,
3: Hank. Let's yeah, go do Hank. some I don't know if you uh, have let's to burn up problems. some. Let's do some math. Yeah, I don't have enough money to roll with Hank. <laughs> Come I'm on, happy. Hank.
1: Let's go burn up some <laughs> Franklins.
3: I told Hank I bought a PS3. He's like, I have four of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't even Goal. opened them. One, one, one dip- for each <laughs> room. <laughs> Hank actually said he has a PS4. Oh. oh <laughs> he developed <damn>. it. <laughs> He modded his with a gold grill. <laughs> well, this is uh, the long-awaited, and I guess a, a week delayed because I took a little trip with uh, with Pops last week, but uh, this is our club episode. Club. The club. Sh- the club, and this is where we're going to talk about uh, three selections from the last month, uh, a CD, a DVD, and a trade paperback, and we'll get into all those in just a moment, but... It is a great time to let you know that this episode of Around Comics is brought to you by InStockTrades.com.
0: InStockTrades.com is offering this month's reading selection, Point Blank, to Around Comics listeners for an amazing thirty-five percent off the cover price. Get your copy today for only nine dollars and seventy-two cents. You can now read Ed you can now read Ed Brubaker's amazing five issue prologue to the critically acclaimed Sleeper for less than ten dollars. InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. <laughs>
2: that was like a rainbow. It's a huge selection. Huge.
0: All, at big, all at great discounted prices. And remember that all orders over fifty dollars ship for free. I love hot chocolate. I You're
3: <laughs> in love that. It's yeah. a hot good chocolate. hot chocolate. I'm. I got. Tea. I'm gonna send Braceless Hank. To get me more hot,
1: more chocolate, hot chocolate later. I yes. think I might have you get anywhere. When I was ordering it, she asked me, she said, do you want whipped cream on that? I was like, if you don't put it on there, he's going to send me back." Yeah. going <laughs> to And
3: then, and then she said, ooh, who is it? And he said, Scotty Young. And she said, oh, my God. And she put it on her tits.
1: Yes, because <laughs> I'm sure she reads a lot hey, of comics. My name so. reaches deep, baby. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I am a married man, but um, she could have pulled it off. Is she hot? Oh, She was. Why do you think I go get coffee
2: every Friday? Damn. Ooh, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling... you, so I got my, my coffee from an old Indian man.
1: <laughs>
2: well, uh, before we... <laughs> there's get just nothing to, funny about that. It's I mean, just like, the like, truth. Okay. You're not the only one. Well, Scotty's on his phone.
1: Around Comics is recorded He's every Friday called. at 7, 7.30, 8 o'clock, something like that, at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles. It is located in uh, beautiful Lincoln Square on the north side of Chicago at 4835 Northwestern Avenue. If you're in the area, please drop by. We would love to meet you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're Hank, you can sort of just, <laughs> you know, have roll your chauffeur up you, drop yeah, you off. Drop you off. Get carried in by your bodyguards. <laughs> I was waiting for you. Whatever can't. you were going
0: to do. I keep uh, coughing. I've been sick. Scotty got me sick last week. I've
2: been sick all uh, week. Uh,. Weird. Uh, it's got to get you what's sick. What's so weird about it? Because I, I
3: put tongues in mouths.
2: You got the creeping crud. The, uh, the blicket. I've exchange had exchange uh, of fluids. Been coughing a lot lately. Great. So, two out of the four of us have rickets now.
0: <laughs> so, if I cough on the mic, I apologize ahead of time but I can't can't help myself
1: (laughs) alright guys if you aren't familiar with what the club is once a month one of the panel members picks a CD, a DVD and a trade paperback for everyone else to, to read, watch and listen to and then at the end of the month we get together and talk about that and uh, apparently, talk about how much we did not like that person. Oh, don't get all goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> There's strengths and weaknesses. Already crying? Sure. No, no, no. I'm, t- I'm totally open, and and I think Scotty led uh, led us off with a good uh, a good uh... triad of picks. Is that am I using am I using, <laughs> I am I using <laughs> I the word correctly? Sure. He, he had a good trio of triumvirate of, picks. of- <laughs>
3: a good try la bla
1: but but i think i think one of the things that Treadlock. that you that you set out right off the bat was that you know not everyone is going to is going to love or hate these Yeah, but no, i want i want to pick things that are going to uh, encourage conversation
3: yeah and and we uh we pick things that we genuinely like mm-hmm. uh, d- uh regardless if it's supposed to be good or not good right. or whatever we just pick
5: Whatever what we, we like. really like, what we
3: it's, it's kind of like our chance to really step outside of the top tens
2: of whatever medium and right. just say, "Hey, this is what I like." I dig it. Yeah. And is we... it weird then that I'm picking Titanic as my movie? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh,
6: uh,
0: uh, 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 uh. Actually, at this point, I don't think it would be that because it's I like, like Titanic. Well, that's the thing; it's become like. I don't know who all the people that went and saw it because everybody loved it, yeah. and now everybody hates it. Yeah,
6: it's stupid it movie. It's like,
3: oh, it only broke every record known yeah, to man. Yeah, <laughs>
6: everyone <The laughs> yeah. saw it ten
3: that times. That thing was only in the theaters. For, like, a year. Yeah. There's never been a movie in theaters longer than that movie. I'm pretty sure
2: that the movie's actually longer than the events of what happened on the Titanic. Yeah. I think wow. it sunk faster <laughs> than, the, than that. That may uh, be true. Tricks. It wasn't a oh, documentary. kills yeah. me. You know yeah, what yeah. happened
3: was, everybody was at a certain age when they went and saw it, and they were they liked it, and they're now, now they're all dates. older now, and they're like, whatever. Oh.
0: Jaded
1: pricks.
3: Uh, uh,
6: yeah. David Lynch is cool. Like David Lynch <laughs> is cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think Scotty nailed it. These are all all things He's that uh, that personally i think resonate with us and uh, i'll start us off with the music selection oh this, boy this is definitely a cd that um <laughs> that guys. that i personally liked and i knew that it was going to be something that that a wide audience was not going to have an appreciation for this because it's, sure. it's largely a country record uh even though i i really call it more of a, a southern record than a yeah, country I'd record
3: yeah i actually yeah i actually mm-hmm. don't it didn't come off very country country to me.
2: It did, to the, me. did the it did the It has the, element, it has yeah. elements of both and yeah. it of it's very long so it has yeah. a lot of It has a
0: lot it has some blues in it,
1: it has
2: some country yeah. rock, you know, kind southern rock.
0: Everything. It has I, well,
3: even, let him tell him what it is. Yeah, it also. is it is
1: <laughs> the Southern Rock the Opera by up? the Drive-By Truckers and it came out in uh, 2001 and it is a two disc Rock opera, Southern rock opera, Southern rock opera. It is what the title says it is. So, um, yeah,
2: um, have at you, it. Have, have, have at, at it. it. How'd you guys uh, like? Can it? I, I? didn't hear what you guys said, so I'll start. Yeah, you first. go so ahead. Tom. It. Uh, it was sort of it was sort of odd because it reminded me a little bit of what I don't like about a lot of artists, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it also reminded me of stuff that's very good about them. Like, um, when people sing about where they're from they have a tendency to kind of pull a Springsteen sometimes and complain about it, but then romanticize all the stuff about it that's bad. And that's sort of the, I think, like the conundrum of singing about where you're from is that if you keep doing it all the time, you end up, you know, sort of romanticizing it. And I think in this album that you kind of had both, you had moments where it felt like an apology for, you know, the South. But then at other times when that sort of, facade of apologizing wasn't around i kind of liked those songs better when there wasn't that like oh leonard skinnard was friends with neil young you know yep. south isn't like this when they didn't have that i found myself enjoying it more because i wasn't thinking so much about you know what they were trying to tell me i was able just to that's, get a vision of like you know
1: sal and i were actually talking going. about this on the way in and that's it's actually addressed in the record quite a bit, and, and they even put a name to it, and they call it the, the duality of the Southern yeah. thing. And, and before we get into this, I, I, I definitely want to say that I in no way consider myself a Southerner or growing up in the South. I wow. grew up in Southern Illinois, which but is very close. It's a weird little pocket universe mm-hmm. that has a lot of the same... Um, so it's
3: virtually Kentucky.
1: Yeah. It, 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 it I'm, yeah. I, I would say I'm a Southerner from a Northern state. Yeah. And I mean, you have Illinois to to, is a long fucking state. I grew up an hour South of Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. so a lot of the themes that are present in this record, I grew up with, yeah. but I would never say that. You know, I'm I'm a true southerner. A true right. southerner wouldn't wouldn't see that in me. I would, you know, I grew up in right. Illinois. Um, but talking about that duality of the southern thing, and it's the um, growing up in it knowing what's wrong and whenever you step away from it you're still a southerner and you'll still defend that and that's 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 a, a concept that kind of rings throughout this record.
0: Yeah, I thought I mean that was one of the things that I, that I had I told you earlier that that sort of bothered me about it was that, you know, specifically when they're talking about Leonard Skynyrd and and the one line in the, in the one song is uh about uh how the the legend of Leonard Skinner has overshadowed the band and the songs and yet here's a complete concept album you know sort of doing the same thing mm-hmm. and, and so it was sort of that same you know, duality of yeah here's the things that we we're complaining about but at the same time like Tom said we're we're sort of romanticizing them or 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 you know championing them in some strange way I think
2: it's the it's the hard thing about um, talking, it's like anyone who does anything biographical, sort of in a way, is that uh, you can't be objective as much as you want to put out something that says this is an objective You're look too at close to this, it. I yeah. mean, the very fact that they can't describe what the Southern thing is, it's sort of like the strength and the weakness of it, you mm. know, because they have to keep going back to, oh, it's something that you can't describe, yet they're trying to describe it right, constantly. Right. So there's that in- sometimes it works flaw, and sometimes it doesn't, yeah. yeah.
3: I was uh I mean I agree, definitely agree with you guys on yeah. on a uh storytelling kind of lyrical end. for me once I uh w- once I got past the the lyrics and just listened to it from a musical standpoint um lyrically I felt like when I was saying that one of the guys is was like a weird Don Henley to me like like Don <laughs> Henley light um, oh man <laughs> uh, but once i once i started listening to it without uh paying attention to what was being said and just trying to listen to it from a musical standpoint i i was hoping for a little bit more because uh for an album that's called southern rock opera for me there's a lot of expectations musically sure. um because uh, southern rock is you know an edgier uh kind of more raw organic fusion of rock and blues, you know, know, rock, blues, and country all kind of thrown together in one with a little bit of rawness. And so having an album called Southern Rock Opera, but yet it is very, very, very produced and intentional and very planned and never really – I found myself like halfway through every song waiting for them to kick in, you know, where it's like – Come on, build go me crazy. up, build me yeah. up, and let go. And you know, the, the, it, yeah. I, it never had that let go feeling. So while they're telling stories and they're and they're giving me trying to give me the sense of a southern rock, to me they were missing it by about thirty percent of mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. reaching musically the feeling of of what they were trying to sing about as well. Without that organic heart, that I think. You know, uh, uh, the music of Leonard Skinnerd, or, you know, your Alma brother or, you know, any of those kind of old Southern classic rock bands. Right. Molly Hatches. Yeah, the Molly Hatches that they had where all of a sudden you'd hear this burst of vocals and then this just big bearded long haired dude going insane the with his guitar or <sighs> well, there, on there an were, organ there or were, whatever. There were
1: some ballsy songs, but they were... Maybe not enough, and we're talking about a sprawling, mean, a sprawling two two record opera. Right. Um, you know, songs like Ronnie and Neil, songs like Let There Be Rock. I think right. had some I balls to them. I like that song. Right? I like the, Let there the be I like, rock. yeah,
3: I like that song lyrically, but I still feel like it's yeah. it, all of it was just it. None of it had that feel of whenever I listen to a Leonard Skinner album or I put in you know any kind of uh, southern rock album. There's always this sense that. Either it was recorded on a stage with an audience or it was recorded in some grungy ass barn where dudes just had like (laughs) 10 beers and they're (laughs) losing their shit because they love music so much. My sense of feeling here is even when they started to rock out a little bit, it still felt like there was a producer on one side of a glass going, okay, two, three, four, go. You know, like it was a little too intentional for me so it lacked some of that organic connection that i usually have with it wasn't dirty music. the, the
2: musical yes. stuff i actually liked was the stuff that got that drifted away from necessarily like the rock part mm. uh, the, like uh, anything that was sort of slower to me just sounded more interesting i guess right. uh, especially mixed in longer the one song i really you know i really liked a lot is i actually liked musically the song about george wallace like being in hell because i just thought it sounded different you know <laughs> right. from everything else that was mm-hmm. on there it was and I wallace was, i think it was yeah. Like, oh, yeah and i was yeah. like oh you know that's it was nice to have especially with something so long that sometimes especially using the word opera also means there's all kinds of different stuff going on in right. it too right. you know if you're going to name it that there's going to be you know fast parts there's going to be drama there's going to be like happiness there's going to be sadness and if you can't necessarily pull that off with an operatic voice then you do it musically you know and Wallace is one of the few times i thought like oh you know this sounds different from everything else on there mm-hmm. and i also thought it was lyrically one one of the times where the sort of like facade even though it was about a historical figure i didn't feel so much it had like a sense of humor a little bit more about what they were talking about, which kind of made it easier, you know, mm-hmm. because it was a little bit satirical and a little jokey about, right. you know, George Wall- the fate of George Wallace, mm-hmm. which I thought was actually more functional, as far as me understanding what they were talking about than the Leonard Skinner yeah. Neil Young stuff. I was like, oh well, I can kind of get what they're talking about, right? When they talk about that,
0: okay. yeah. I uh, I looked at it kind of in two ways because on, on the one hand, it should be something that I would be into because any other medium. Uh, whether it's film or books or comics, it's like this is the sort of thing that I would tend to gravitate towards. Something yeah. that is very well thought out, has a message, right. a, ambitious. layered, ambitious, complex, that kind of stuff. I, I enjoy that in movies and books, comics, everything else. But in music, it's there's this whole other realm of listening to yeah. something that's enjoyable. And I grew up, uh, I grew up listening. To country music. My parents both listened not to country Not by music. choice. Not by choice. <laughs> yeah. uh, fucking Alabama. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, my mom's from Arkansas, straight up hillbilly from Arkansas, right. and she listened to country. Yeah. And not this new fucking age bullshit country, They're like right. real horrible fucking country. And so I hate country music. I love the blues. I love southern rock. Right. Uh, and there was stuff in here that I really enjoyed, mostly in the second album, or the second act, um, some of the more sort of punk country stuff that was right. in there. But uh, but overall, I mean, I would—it's not something that I would tend to probably ever listen to. You're not going to rush out and buy any more uh, drive-by truckers. No, I mean, I appreciated what they were trying to do, but but once again, there was that weird, you know, I just paradox it. of it that it was like, here's what we're trying to say, because we're trying to defend the South, or we're trying to open up and make you understand more about Leonard Skinner, or we're trying to make you understand these things, but then on the flip side, we're going to. Fall back into
2: all the cliches that we're complaining about. People see us yeah. as. Um, it's kind of like Springsteen when he does like, uh, like um, what's that's not, the album? The song that was on uh, the song that was on the same album was "Born in the USA," where it's all about like guys complete good old days. Mm-hmm. You glory know, like, that's it, glory days, glory days. I mean, that's just depra- you know. Like that's the point where you go from. Like oh yeah, home, my hometown sucks. When you're 18, you're like oh my hometown sucks. I'm 45 and I'm still lit. you know there's right. something different. Where are the where
3: that. is this band from?
2: Uh, he is from I want to
1: say Alabama originally. He mm-hmm. was in Florida now, and I think that there's members from Texas. Right. They're they're all Southern born.
3: One one thing that I did notice on a on the lyric on the on the vocal side was whether or not these guys truly have a Southern accent. I don't know. But their southern accent in the song seemed too much of an act for me. It could have very well been real. Well, that was the weird thing, you know. I, I, just, I had, there was a song where he just like there were parts, everything was like it was affected, like affected, not affect. You know, very now and now. Name. There like were every, there were parts you
0: know, of that album that I almost thought were a joke because they seemed like, uh, you know. Uh, like what's that the redneck comedy tour right i mean just like that over That's the top I mean, yeah. sort it's of like, southern yeah because I, living in tennessee i you you know obviously
3: know of every person in my mother's side of the family is a hick from way back <laughs> i mean they have the accents they're full on and even when you listen to country music uh the majority of country musicians don't they they have a twang in their voice, but it's It's, not, o- it's only the fucking sellout Trace <coughs> Adkins guy that's you know like. Well, I think, honky tonk, but I think there you know. were some
1: songs where the the southern accent was accentuated for a fact, right, right? You know, and that's.
2: I think. The, oh well, mm-hmm. I was going to say I think part of it too is that you. Uh, it sounds weird because it's a music album, but you have weird perspective shifts, mm-hmm. where the I think some of the songs the person that's singing isn't them commenting anymore about yeah. the song it's them singing as someone right. Right. who lives within right. that and i think and then you have songs like ronnie and neil which is very much not it's a song looking outside into something as right. opposed to a song like uh that mean highway or whatever that's a song sure. of someone in that situation right sure. sure not <laughs> analyzing it but just singing Casey's about it. Brother it. Yeah, and like yes. it switches in between sometimes that perspective. or like it switches to the Wallace that spoken word thing about Wallace where it's no longer me talking about my experience but me explaining, you know. And I think sometimes that's what's confusing about it and listening to it is that it, it's not necessarily it, I think it's supposed to be not a joke but it's not them all the time. Right. But I think that's, that's not very no, that clear. The time, and there's yeah. very much yeah. a
1: story. The, the first act or the first disc is about this guy Young who, guy who, grew, up, who yeah. grew up and then he goes away and then he comes back to the South well, in, in a
0: band. I mean, it seemed to me like there's three kind of stories going on in that. In, in it. it. You know, it's like his, his, almost his own, the lead singer, mm-hmm. like almost Hatterson his own Hooded. childhood yeah. and, and, and story, and then the story of Leonard Skinnerd, and then just sort of the story of I'd the listen South listen I listened to it with Neil Young. I listened to
2: it with Neil. What did Neil have to that? say? He said he always hated Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I would like to, I will, I'm going to have to go and listen to an album that is not concept by this
1: band. I'll get you a copy of The Dirty South, to see, and I think that you to see, will like yeah, that.
3: to see what I, because I think maybe that was one of the the one thing stopping me um
2: the high concept
3: yeah it was again because uh li- sitting there listening to it i'm trying to get engrossed in it and and believe the music and be- and because it was a kind of an act you know some, it's, a, it's like an, an said, opera. It's a, it's a yeah, poli- opera yeah it's an yeah, opera. yeah. Mm-hmm. and sometimes that just took me out of it and no. i couldn't let myself just get soaked in in the music sometimes right. well
0: that was what i had i mean i listened to it once and i'm like <laughs> oh, that was I mean, my okay. initial reaction to it was just like, what the,
6: what yeah. is this? <laughs> <I was laughs> the same. What yeah, has Chris you know what I mean? done? Yeah. What have you done yeah. to
0: me? <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I kind of listened to it again, uh, and I had actually went online and and looked up some information about the album and about right. the band a little bit. To, to, and I'm like, oh, okay, now it makes more sense what they're trying, you know, but it's like walking into that sort of cold and not knowing what their intention was. Right. I mean, I guess that's like, overall, my, my whole feeling about it is I really enjoyed what they We're trying to say. I really enjoyed how they put it together. I really enjoyed the thought and and the effort put into it, but I just didn't really enjoy the music that much. I mean, I didn't hate it or you know, but I just didn't really get into the music that much. Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely. And but I will tell you, uh, if you ever have the uh, if you ever have the opportunity to see them in concert, they are really. I did think that while I was listening
3: to it, I thought this album sounds so overly produced, I bet you they're a great live band. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and
1: you, you, you will see a minimum of two-fifths of Jack Daniels consumed during a <laughs> set. Of the CD selection, so uh, also I also want to mention um, after we're done with this, I'm, I'm sure folks will be throwing up comments on the forum. Throwing so, up? Yeah. No, not throwing up. Oh. I didn't do that bad. Throwing up
0: comments on the forum? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Put some comments on the forum. Oh, go, go check. Posting.
0: Oh, Post. posting. Do we have any posts to read for about this stuff at all? Yeah, we'll pull some up
3: there a after. Bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, I, I would fuck this movie in the ass. <laughs> oh, God. It is. It is as as Scotty. As Scotty so eloquently yeah. said, it is time to talk about the movie selection. <laughs> That's not
2: necessarily bad. He might be really. Interested. Yeah, if I might like it. Might <laughs> I love
1: hate
3: it. it. Who, knows? Yeah,
2: who knows? It might be like a prison thing. <laughs> or it yeah. might
3: be like a little. Lo- hey, this, baby, is how,
2: this is how I express Can my love. Can I just love? put the tip in your butt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We don't
1: know. We're going to play just the tip. We'll find yeah. out. We'll find out. Oh, tip. Tip. we'll find well, out. It's just the tip. Well, this was uh, The Devil's Backbone, and I picked this uh, mostly because I love the movie, but also partially because I know of Scotty's hatred to for subtitle <laughs> movies. subtitles. I subtitles? Jesus. I don't mind subtitles. I
5: don't mind
0: subtitles.
3: I want to – go because I, I Sal has a lot of notes. I have notes. So mine's probably not going to be as ex- – my thoughts aren't as extensive, but I'll probably be able to feed off here. But I'm just going to say, like, I really enjoyed the movie. Okay. Uh, despite the subtitles, the subtitles don't bother me, especially with Guillermo movies like Pan's Labyrinth. It's,
1: it's not a heavily subtitled no. movie,
3: but um, I do find the the movie itself, the actual thing that the movie is about, which is really this uh, this kind of school for war orphans, mm-hmm. to be very good. I found that extra additive of this ghost, the ghost story, to be Absolutely pointless. I disagree. Uh-oh. Ah, yes, conversation. Just, while watching it, I thought was very cool, um, and 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 I even think uh, Guillermo talks about this during Pan's Labyrinth, where he brings up Devil's Backbone and how this was
1: Pan's unofficial, Labyrinth is an unofficial
3: yeah well it's almost like it, it pan's labyrinth he almost did more of what he wanted to do as far as mm-hmm. adding more of the fairy tale more of the mystical the fantasy elements where this i liked that side of things i just felt that it was focused on so little and kind of randomly that i felt like it could have been just as strong a movie as, without it Because I cared about the characters I cared about the kids And the situation that they were in That it just seemed like he made that movie But he's also a comic book nerd And wanted to, wanted some kind of mystical shit To be in it as well
1: I, I, I like that it was kind of understated The amount of the horror aspect right. And the ghost story Because it just became part right. of the story
3: Well, because This is coming from a person too That every time I've seen anything on this movie Or heard anybody talk about all they've ever talked about is the ghost parts. Hmm. And I've seen clips of the kid and, and the ghost kid. And so kind of seeing all the, the stuff on it and hearing all the stuff on it and then seeing it and it,
0: having it be such a, like, really a small part of it. See, I thought that was actually what I enjoyed about the the mystical part of the horror part of it was that it was very subtle and and subdued. Mm-hmm. And it to me it led to, uh, I mean, first off, it, I mean, it was – it. I think it was a lot of the reasons why, like like the main car- kid, car- uh, Carlos. Right. Uh, I, re- I found myself really liking that character, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of what I liked about him is, is sort of his his fearlessness. And you wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had that if it wasn't for the fact that he was sort of you know examining or or, or uh, investigating this mystery of mm-hmm. the the ghost and what was the ghost and, and trying to figure out what it was. Um, but the the fact that it was really subdued. To me, what I loved about like Pan's Labyrinth was at the end of that film, you weren't sure if any of that was real or mm-hmm. if it was all in her head right and I felt kind of the same thing, not as much in this one, but it was almost like the up until the end the the whole ghost seemed more sort of a metaphor than necessarily uh the plot a plot device of there's right. a ghost in the yeah,
6: school
3: you know, I definitely got that I just felt like the metaphor. Because of the subject matter and the characters that they did so well, uh, it was there for me anyway. You know what I mean? Like right. I almost felt like you don't need to sh- show me a metaphor of what you're already dealing with in front of me on screen with the characters well, that you've developed. Uh,
2: the, thing, the thing I liked about it is, um, especially with the sort of like the history of like the of the Spanish Civil War and sort of how it ties in, because obviously this is something he must care a lot about because he's made. Yeah. <laughs> right, he's right. made two movies about it. One of the things I really liked about, it, one of my favorite scenes in the movies, when Doctor Cesar Cesar mm-hmm. is talking about the fetuses in the old rum, right. and he's talking, you know, he challenges the kid about, you know, what do you believe? You know, do you believe in science or do you believe in fantasy? Like, and if you do, then there's you'll a drink, choice you know. of like, and I, to me, it, it sort of deals with the sort of collision of this war going on with us also with this the mystical stuff to me it was it was like a challenge to the characters of like what they Believe. what they believed in you know how much of it was going to uh, how rational can you be like you know in well, war I think, war, where well, values are being challenged and in you know, 1939
1: this versus, spain You're talking, really around the world, you're talking about clashes of science and and the old world coming Mm. together. And that is a time that these things
2: are colliding. The one thing I really loved about the movie is I loved uh, how good the child actors were in that movie. Because I like it when kids... I hate it when people make movies about kids and they make the kids to be geniuses Mm -hmm. or idiots. And it was like, these kids, yeah, they... The resolution at the end is really the kids taking care of the problem, but the stuff they do isn't like crazy. Right. Like, oh, we're gonna build. A, kids. Yeah, right. yeah, we're gonna they build did. like a, yeah. a giant frame to like roll down. You they know, didn't like rearm it, the bomb. Yeah, like you know? yeah, it wasn't something silly like that. It was like, well, they you know they kind of fucked up and like couldn't quite get it right and all that stuff. But it was believable, you know, that what they were able to do, and also the. Um, the kid who was the bully at the beginning, uh, Jaime, Jamie. yeah, Jaime. Jaime, Jaime. yeah uh, was, um, yeah, uh, turned out to be. I thought he was awesome in that movie because such an understated. Like he wasn't a character that you saw, like he was run cool around two. smiling and well, then become sad. But like right. he had, he seemed like an older person than he was, which is a very realistic thing probably for a, a couple, war, 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 war. war, yeah. war <laughs> been sort of haunted. You
0: well, know? I love the fact that in the beginning he's sort of the cliché of the bully yeah. at the school, but then by the end you, you realize that he's, it, there's he's more kid. to him than that. I mean, there's, yeah. you know, there, he has some issues and that's why he is the way he is, why he treats people the way he does.
2: Uh, and I really enjoyed that part of, of his character. And, uh, and uh, I also really enjoyed the scene when... Uh, that asshole Jacinto blows up the school, <laughs> and there's this scene where the doctor gets up and he can't hear uh-huh. anything, and I always like it when people do stuff like that. Like, uh, I know it kind of breaks maybe like, you know, why would we not hear it when we've been able to hear everything in the movie, you know, why are we suddenly right. hearing his stuff, but it's... From his perspective. Yeah, but it's also sort of cool because it has like that starkness that you would expect from like a, a disaster, you've got like dead kids right. lying around, which was like the like other absolute thing. Absolute shell shock. I yeah, right. the, just, just the shock of seeing you know, how often in the movies you never see pieces. kids really in danger right. in movies. Yeah, that
0: was one of the things that surprised me a lot out of it, was that scene in particular. The it's a kids twisted movie. Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 goonies versus fascists or ghosts. The one, the one thing I, I was, uh, even at the end, I really didn't understand at all was the bomb. Uh, Yeah, that was a lot. The whole thing with the bomb... I think that bothered me more than anything was just, it didn't
2: seem to make any sense. I felt like Uh, you knew the war was going on without that in there. Yeah, and I kind of thought... But they
3: tried to tie it... Like, at the beginning, they tried to tie it
2: to the ghost story. Yeah.
3: That's where I was saying. Like, I really enjoyed the movie. I just felt like all the aspects of the movie, they lacked about 10%. Like, if they would have just added a little more to each section, it would have... Uh, brought it all together a little bit because I felt like I jumped from seems like I said at the beginning like you brought yeah. up the bomb they tried to tie the bomb into the, almost into, into a ghostly Sant-Santi thing stuff. but it didn't yeah. really have and then at a moment they actually were like she, you know show me she, show me and she's she's alive yeah. and yeah. it's ticking and yeah. and 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 when the bomb came uh they tried to tie it to Santi dying
0: yeah and, As it happen on the same day but yeah. It, just, it was strange. The, the bomb was a very strange thing, and I was trying. I kept trying to figure out what it felt like. What the point of maybe that was. it Maybe cu- the part where they explain it gets cut out.
1: Cut out <laughs> of the <stone. laughs> you know, like yeah. it felt like well. there should have been one
2: extra thing. It was you know, like, the, the, the bomb. bomb
1: is, the bomb is always there. I think to remind you of the war and to show you the thin line that that these that these war orphans are always walking between life and death, and they have a ghost. That is there, and all this happens on on the same night. And you were talking about, you know, the the metaphor of of the the ghost. And and I actually had read a review online that that did a really nice job of talking about that and explaining that about, you know, the the whole thing about a ghost is that they they haven't been able to move on to the next realm because their their death is unavenged. Mm -hmm. And using that metaphor of the ghost and and you know the spanish people that had been basically rolled over by these fascists and that the entire movie is about these oppressed people that are trying to find some sort of of if not vengeance at least you know some some way Towards redemption, but it doesn't matter because they're already dead. Well, I think the best that can happen is that they can be avenged.
2: You just have to look at like the adult characters in the story are all l- literally damaged somehow. Like the woman who has a fake leg, the doctor who's impotent, can't get it up. You know, you can't get it up. Like a lot of I thought the their adults. story was great. I mean, the, the their, yeah. it was
0: tragic and just a fantastic story. I yeah. thought the the doctor was just this is a great, great actor. Yeah. The human.
3: That's what I was saying. The human story I thought was fantastic. Yeah. I thought that if there was a little bit more added to the ghost story element yeah. and it was a it was a little bit more even, I would have cared more about because by the time you get to the end and uh what's his name falls in the water and, Jacinto. And, Jacinto. yeah and, and Santi's dragging him down that's that that could have been so much more powerful to me had I cared more
2: about the ghost about part Santi on.
3: in the first place mm-hmm. I mean they uh, he tried to make me care about Santi the whole time by mentioning his name right when the but kid gets to school. But he couldn't tell you the, the story
0: because it was a mystery of how he died. Right, right. and, and
3: I, I found my, like, it's like he waited too long.
2: To tell us how about
3: To it. tell me, because at first I'm intrigued, because right when the kid gets to the school, you see Santi, you see the ghost in right. the yeah. doorway. And so right off the bat, I'm intrigued. <laughs> and he decided to wait, I mean, and, and you keep getting glimpses of Santi, and then the kid sees him. And it drag it drug out just a little too long to where, by the time they actually told me the story, I almost was like, "Well, I'm already invested in this other story now, yeah. like I'm already invested in the struggle that the human characters are fighting with this war going on and showing uh the world that they live in and ha- you know for the first time, it's not like this school is you know it's not you're, you I get so sick of seeing these schools with the evil headmaster yeah, and the kids right. are trying to fight it was like. Here's people trying to do good, kids that are basically genuinely good. Of course, you have one bully, and obviously, you see that he's a little damaged because a friend had right. had died and watched yeah. a friend die. Um, but by the time they actually got to the Santi story, I was already invested in another More invested story. Invested in what else yeah. is going yeah. on? And so then, when this ghost story gets kind of uh, evolved, I was like,
1: "Well, that's. I guess it's cool, but." Well that was kind of the whole thing about Santi, is that is that after he died, they just kinda Pushed him off to the side, and they forgot about him, or they suppressed that. Well, they had and, and they
2: made up the story that yeah, he, he ran, ran away, away, and away. someone found yeah. him. You know, like they made up a happy ending, even but, though there's no reason to believe that. So while, while
1: like, I can definitely see your point and agree with that, I think that it, it almost reinforces the disposability of these kids. These sure. are totally forgotten and I think about for, kids.
0: For me, it was because they he used it in the end as a resolution for the main characters. Is why it seemed to work for me. You know, it's like their his story and his vengeance was what allowed them to to, to defeat. Well, you know what? It that's really why I'm did. Saying, like
3: using him as the resolution because they left him because he didn't play a role in 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 the problem for the majority. I mean, like I said, obviously he was brought up, but because you saw conflict in so many other areas, to then throw it back to him to to wrap it all up for me is when I was like, ah, shit. You know, because then yeah. all of a sudden I was like, damn, I wish I would have had more of the horror slash ghost well, story did,
2: than we got. I did appreciate the fact that the way it ended wasn't like they lured him into the room and then Santi jumps from right. the ceiling right. and gets like, <laughs> <he went, like, laughs> out of the TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did appreciate that. And the one thing that bothered me, and I, this is probably just more due to the fact that I really got into the movie, is when um, – that kid falls through the window when he's trying to skip galvez and he like hurts his foot and he right. can't drag himself the fucking five feet around the corner and that was very weird how like
6: yeah.
3: out of nowhere they just kind of randomly did the the doctor, goes. The doctor yeah. goes just like really quick and they bring the doctor back and of course it's very at the that, end he's sometimes the, that's he's my problem with Guillermo de Toro is you don't have to be poetic all the time. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to. Oh, I'm Spanish, a yeah. He's Spanish. You got to be poetic. Because at Give the, the end, it wraps up with its big kind of speech, yeah. Yeah, right. kind of poetic speech. Well, he was
0: the narrator at yeah. the beginning. I was and like then yelling, "Calvet, sort of the... come on, dude! Right.
2: Just well, he was, he was. He
5: well,
0: I mean, he was a little kid. A oh, kid well, hurts kind of, their legs he's a ankle. war orphan. Yeah, that doesn't make him many. Just crawl around the corner. He wasn't even
3: five feet. He could have probably just leaned from the perch that he was sitting on. He was
0: around the corner. Corner a little uh, bit. The whole
2: time I was like,
3: oh, "Why doesn't he just go around? Yeah, the <laughs> just lock the, lock the fucking door. <laughs> the door." And you know, I was like, "It's not the window wasn't that big. Yeah. I mean, the window was pretty big. Throw another kid out. <laughs> yeah. <Come on>. You, <laughs> know you, know you got plenty to go." Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I like, I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, I did enjoy really the movie. Yeah, I do, it's a
1: beautiful, movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, the cinematography on it was fantastic because it had sort of that wild west. Sa- same
1: cinematographer uh, as Jackie Brown, by the way. Really, oh. huh? I, will I could say, tell I could when tell. you watch. Um,
3: <laughs> I think that there's filmmakers because obviously this is uh, an earlier film mm-hmm. for Guillermo. Uh, it was, you know, not as much of an international release, um, but you can tell that when he got to Pan's Labyrinth, it was almost. I know that he'll call it to save face a little bit, a uh, unofficial prequel. Mm-hmm. I view it as his remake. In a way, yeah. In a way, I mean, he had more money, money, money. obviously. Yeah, everything ties together. Because if you look at it, Pan's Labyrinth does a perfect job of giving you both stories.
0: I think, yeah, Pan's Labyrinth is a much better. It's a much better film. It's more balanced. Yeah, Yeah. the fantasy
3: Mm -hmm. story alongside of the real world. I think this movie was his. He he wanted to kind of create a new genre, of 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 mixing these kind of stories true tragic stories because usually it's a fantasy story that doesn't have anything really tragic but a bunch of cool fantasy stuff or it's a normal drama and he kind of went with you could see with this movie he was, yeah, he was trying yeah. to do both but I don't think he necessarily knew exactly how to walk the line yet
2: and you can yeah. see.
3: I mean, again, he did a great job with the movie. If
2: you like Pan's Labyrinth, you should probably yeah.
1: watch
3: that. And, and, and yeah. I mean, and you like elements, a down, great point that, like that
2: you really could
1: take the whole ghost story out of this, and it's mm-hmm. still a quality movie. Yes. You know, but I, I did, I did really enjoy the ghost story aspect because I. Yeah, thought, I did too. I thought I, it I, really I like added to the. I love the special of the effects yeah. of the ghost. Well, Maybe very, this is a
2: Spanish movie genre because I just watched another uh, subtitled film. I forget what it's called, but it sort of. It has sort of uh, a mystical thing going on with it, too, about a, a woman whose mom disappeared is presumed dead and then shows up again. And, you know, everyone thinks she's a ghost. Right. But I'm not going to spoil the end for you. But maybe that's like a Spanish thing. Cinema thing. i have to look it up. Maybe. Yeah, awesome. look it up. I'd like to
3: see if there was more ghost stuff cut out.
2: Yeah, maybe it got edited. It wasn't that long of a movie. Yeah, because it wasn't that long of a movie. Very rarely do I think, oh, that movie should have been longer, because most of the time I feel movies... Should be 20 minutes shorter. uh, ...have gotten a bit extravagant in letting everything in. Yeah, Yeah, because screenplays
3: used to be about 90 pages average, and now they're averaging about 120. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I think it'd be interesting to see if there was some of that half, some of that side of the story cut out a little bit, because it just seems... To name your to name your movie Devil's Backbone, the Devil Backbone, and <laughs>
1: did you like what the Devil's Backbone was? His, his
3: a, I just thought that was kind of again that's another piece that I was like that's kind of weird and random. No, I
1: mean it's not like it's dumb or
3: anything. It's just like you named your movie the Devil's Backbone. It didn't really, and then you right in the middle of the movie the the doctor has his explanation, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, oh. Ooh, this is gonna tie in because the credits all yeah. are looking at the baby, and the, you're all like, "This is some crazy
1: shit." You no, know? well, it's kind of, kind of, you know what I talked well, about I earlier. Mean, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's that collision of new world
2: and old world. It also ties into the Damaged imagery of kids. Santee under the water. And it, the thing with the gold weighing him down underwater, I was like, well. Yeah, right, yeah that, that's I saw that. That was the one Yeah, that, thing. that was that a little right, yeah. Little Disney. He's already got a, a ghost big. after him, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Does he really need gold?
0: <laughs> the gold weighing down. I was like, how down? are these kids going to get out of here? That's what I was thinking. I like, thought Santee should
2: have worked a little harder. He waited it? for him to get all the way down <laughs> to the bottom. Yeah. I was like, dude.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: Santee could go everywhere
3: in the compound, but he's like, bring him down here. Bring him in the water.
2: Jesus. I'm only powerful. Just kids help us out. Yeah, and it got I, all Lord of the they plus. might also
0: get a little uh, a, a little shock from when the, when they first cut to the scene of uh, Josito or whatever his name is banging the uh, the one legged broad. I was like, what?
3: What? The, what is that? Yeah, is I was, <laughs> that a little was
0: weird. A little... that didn't need
3: to be like I masturbated. <laughs> I was, yeah, camp.
6: Yeah, camp. No, I just it was just like, was just like as that. S- wouldn't leg on.
3: <laughs> That's like another thing of like
0: he was doing it for the gold. No, no, I mean, it was just odd. All oh, of, yeah.
3: of
6: a sudden, it was just you like, just wow. see it.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it makes just like, what sense the hell? with the whole impotent doctor. And I, did it,
0: thought, I did think they did a good job of... Yeah, well, that played into that. But I, I thought they did a good job of with that character as you weren't quite sure. I mean, obviously, he was kind of a prick in the beginning, but you weren't sure you what his You almost deaths... wanted to root for him. Yeah, you yeah find because out he, he was they, one of them. But and... that's where they
3: fuck up. At the beginning, they make him whiny, like mean and sympathetic because he just wants a better life. But right. then on the drop of a dime, he's a straight-up villain.
2: But I think well, part I don't think of it was a drop of a dime, though. I mean, it's just like, go... decision.
3: he made a decision. As soon as to he really... cut the kid's face, I mean, he, he kept all the, like, right then and there, he was a straight up villain the rest of the time. All of a sudden, like, before he's all like, I just didn't want to stay See, here. See, I don't know. And I I love he's you. looking through and the then photos, he cuts though. The face, and he's fucking the bitch, and it, you know, it's like. But
2: the thing is, at the end of the film, he kept all those those photos that you thought that he threw in the fire. Right. Like, his the own things photos. of his past yeah. that he thought yeah. that, you know, there's still a part of him that. You know, that's when he's I, reading I mean, the postcard there, about he certainly, dad, as it
0: went on, he w- became more and more villainous. But right. I thought it 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 played out enough where it wasn't until and even after he cut the kid's face, I mean, that's what that was the first sign of it, really, of his. You know, but it got worse and worse. It was like, okay, he's trying to steal the gold, and then it became okay. He's I'm, willing, willing, I'm, to, I'm willing. willing to kill someone yeah. for the gold, and then it's like I'm going to kill everybody for it because yeah. I have no other. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it seemed to progress. I mean, there was a progression God, of them I'm there. Sick but. of talking about this movie. All right, <laughs>
1: it feels like I've watched Less it four times. Watching it, we've talked
0: about it longer than
1: the movie. <laughs> is. But you guys, you guys liked it. I liked <laughs> it. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, it was a good movie. Very, good. Much, good. definitely
2: much. well worth seeing.
3: Guillermo del Toro is becoming one of my. If you if you have watched this and not Pan's Labyrinth.
1: Go watch, Pan go watch, watch Pan's Labyrinth. Go watch That's fantastic. Don't necessarily watch Hellboy 1. Uh,
6: I like
3: yeah,
0: Hellboy.
3: If you like cool you pictures, know, go watch uh, Hellboy uh, yeah.
1: That's me. He's Don't a a, have your standards too
0: high. Yeah.
3: For
2: right. Hellboy. He's a, he's a movie, better. Pan's Labyrinth's than a
0: much movie. better movie than Hellboy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, what? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry uh, where's the comic book <laughs> cred? Uh, yeah. Oh, so uh, because,
1: you know, d- uh, it, just to go back real quick, did you like kind of the the comic book aspect
2: of that? The kid had the comics you know, and uh, Del
1: Toro. He's a. He's a, he's a he I he like the Count
2: of ma- Monte Cristo stuff. They were golden age size too. so historically accurate.
1: I did
3: want. I did want. Here's a there were There were some things that I felt that he introduced with the you bringing up the comic book thing made me think of something else is right there at the beginning of the film when they leave him and he runs out and he drops and they have the conversation about the Count of monte Cristo. Um, i I was like, ooh, they're you know he's going to tie. He's going to take the Count of Monte Cristo. They're obviously pointing out that the kid's reading the story. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they were going to do a little bit more of a throwback throughout the story. To that About the Monte Cristo, you know, uh, you know, the kind sort of Monte like Christian. a dangling. They left that well, dangling. Yeah, the Count kind of Monte Cristo was a great story, and and I felt at the beginning like, oh, that's very smart of him because it's going to be that could be a great metaphor and a kind of a parallel alongside of a ghost story.
0: Well, I almost thought like it did have it in a rev- in a in a weird way with uh, I can't I can never remember the the bad guy. Jacinto. Jacinto. Jacinto, with him almost in a reverse. Like, if the Count of Monte Cristo was the bad guy, you know, coming back to uh, the village, the gold, looking for the gold, that kind of thing. I mean, it did – but, yeah, you're right. It was the – like, they laid that out there, but then never came back to it again.
3: I did think at the end, though, when – like, he could have done a little better time of – or a little better job of showing some time passing because I felt like they just kicked him out of the building – and he, and he just back. walked around to the back door. Like, it, was, it was
2: always sunny. Yeah, like it,
3: it, it, it. Obviously, they meant to show like some time had passed because they were loading the truck right, and stuff right. like that. But it watching it because it happened so quickly It was like he
2: walked around he, <laughs> he walked out just, and then <laughs> walked around Yeah, as <laughs>
3: soon like, as they shut the door, he, he he's ran around him, and then they're all like, oh, "What's the back door?" I'm like, "You just kicked him out. Of course the back door He's coming in." So, it, yeah, but that's usually my problem with a lot of movies is is people that aren't is, is not being able to show yeah, the
2: pacing a passing Well, that, time. that
1: that that's a scene that's been cut out or and yeah. they, you know. All of
2: a sudden uh, uh Jamie's got a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Back door. Several <laughs> weeks. <laughs> several <laughs> weeks. Right. I've grown this mustache. <laughs> Timey.
5: To a Blue Oyster Cult Concert, 14 years old. And I thought them lasers were a spider chasing me. On my way home, got pulled over in Rogersville, Alabama. With a half ounce of weed and a case of Sterling Big Mouth. My buddy Gene was driving, he just barely turned 16. And I'd like to say I'm sorry, but we live to tell about it. And we live to do a whole bunch more crazy, stupid shit. And I never saw Leonard Skinner, but I sure saw Molly Hatchett with 38 specials. Johnny fans and fans, fans.
1: Let's move go. on to the uh, the trade paperback selection. Oh, 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 here we go. And I, I picked uh, I picked this <laughs> once again kind of kind of Scotty set the boilerplate for for picking some of our, our trades. Right. I wanted to pick a self-contained story that didn't have uh, a, a a big story before it or you didn't right. have to immediately continue on to volume 2, volume 3, volume
6: 4. <gasps> <coughs> That's it.
1: Excuse me.
2: You threw up on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: it With that in mind, I probably would have picked Sleeper, Volume 1, which I think is an amazing series, but that has three volumes following it, and I wanted something a little bit more self-contained, so I picked the prequel, and that is Point Blank, which is by Ed Brubaker and Colin Wilson.
2: You know, this is almost the exact opposite of uh, The Witching Hour, where The Witching Hour was all character and virtually no story. And this, and not it's not like one's better or the other because this book is almost entirely story with if like no a character. little bit yeah. with like just a little bit of character <laughs> Oh just really cool. Everyone else, yeah. But because the only cool. character, it was, it was, if you
3: have any idea of yeah. any other characters in the wild, you a lot of character. You almost even the little characters yeah. they put in is you have to already have it.
2: Yeah. I mean, the thing the the thing I did like about it was as opposed to Witching Hour, it had. A story that I could kind of follow, which for me, if I, you know, I guess if I had to pick between the two, like a series where I'm reading it and it's tons of character, but I don't know what the hell's going on most sure. of the time, or a story where like can't, you know, there's a story to it and there's, you know, everyone who's in it is obviously a, a device to move the story in a certain direction. I, you know, I would it's pick that. Yeah, it's okay. it's it is plot. This is plot, a plot. plot yeah, yeah, yeah this story, is a sure. plot book.
3: Yeah. That being said, I kind of liked it. I felt. Um, I actually didn't and I didn't like it at all actually. Um and a lot of it is exactly what Tom said. I felt like it was not only was it such a plot driven book with not again because Cole is narrating it you get a little bit more of Cole as a character, but it's so plot driven that I never ever once cared what he was trying to find out. And therefore Anybody who came along to help him find that out, I didn't care either. You know what I mean? Like it sort of depends. I think on how, uh,
2: because at some point, I got enjoyment simply out of knowing what I wasn't curious about what was going on because I knew there was going to be a resolution. I know you know when you have a book that's so heavy plot wise, yeah. you know there's. It's not gonna. That book isn't gonna end with like a open ending to it because oh, everything done. in that story is leading up to some it. sort of weed resolution. to a conclusion. So I wasn't necessarily like dying to know what was going on, but I also got some enjoyment. Uh, you know, overall, I did like it. I, I did get some enjoyment from like, oh, well, that's what happened. You know, not like a die. Like, like you're saying, I wasn't dying to find yeah. out. You know what was going to happen? I was like, oh, I wonder what. You know, I wonder what's going to happen at the end of this. Yeah, and that I, it d- happened. yeah.
3: I think I just felt that. Not only was it like uh, only plot-driven, but the plot itself was not original at all. You know what I mean? It was a very, very typical... Don't play I in need, comics. I need to find something out. Or I need to find out who did this. And then I'll go to this guy, and this guy will send me to this guy, and this guy will send me to this guy. Yet, even going... and, and and that's okay, because I'm not saying that everybody has to be original. That is a, that's a tried-and-true classic form of telling this kind of story, except, at least along the way, have interesting things happen. And I felt like each step of the way was just like, oh, here's a cameo from Midnighter. We all, You guys know Midnighter, right? Here's a cameo by Zealot. You that's all know Zealot, the right? That's almost
2: the weird weakness of it being in the Wildstorm universe is that midnighters in the story but i don't necessarily know that it had to be midnighter to that portion of the story it works because the info he gets from him would be something that the authority would have but the pieces of the story don't necessarily like aren't dying for it to be the authority where he gets yeah. the information you know where that information comes from i think that's a little and they are a part of that universe. Yeah. yeah. So he There's is a, little a bit he of is the, part of that community. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I think,
0: for me, I read it when it first came out in single issues, and what I enjoyed about it was the fact that it was... I mean, it is certainly a very plot-driven story. It is not an original tale. Um, I thought it was pretty unique in its telling, in the structure of it, and how he designed it, uh, you know, that that Cole is sort of not remembering and not knowing what's going on and trying to to figure out something that he did right. he's you know basically fig- it's basically a murder mystery right yeah. uh, but the guy figuring it out is the guy who committed the murder right. which you um, don't find out which 12. I thought was yeah. a pretty unique thing in in a superhero comic right um and but what I enjoyed about it the most was was when it initially came out uh being in the wildstorm universe and that character in particular uh, it it was a different look at that character and that right. universe, and it, to me it, it was like, oh, this is actually a pretty cool universe in the hands of a good writer, mm-hmm. where it's you know it's like you know the whole Wildstorm thing, and especially a guy like Grifter, uh, who's like you know
6: the Punisher like, he was, he was meets like cool. Wolverine, you he's know, a I dude mean, with guns, yeah, you
0: know what I mean? He's, he's not a very unique character, uh, but taking it and this was sort of one of the first examinations of like. Telling smaller stories with superheroes that don't really have anything to do with superheroes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, we've seen a lot of it since then, but like I said, I mean, I can't, re- I can't, I couldn't read it the other day having not already read it. Well, yeah. So when I already read, you know what I mean? So it's like, it was harder for me to, to like go, well, I, just, I can see what, you, you know, I can see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm
3: just saying what I, I enjoyed like, about like, it like, when I first read it was. Coming from a person who, and, and when I was younger, I read all the Wildstorm books, so I yeah. recognize all the characters.
6: Yeah.
3: But, um, uh, Reading, trying to read a story that is again like trying to just focus on this story as its own story. To me, like it because it was so plot driven, it it rested. It, it was a little lazy and resting on the fact that it was riddled with Wildstorm characters, and that's supposed to like. I'm writing the story, but you do a lot of the work for me and filling in in
0: the holes of characters. You don't really need to know anything about any of those characters, but I got to know the story. But I got
3: to care about characters, or I don't give a shit where the story goes. Because if if if, I can't, I don't like stories where you can just interchange characters, and the story doesn't change. You didn't feel like
1: you cared about Cole or cared not a bit.
0: Okay. I mean, I well then that's I mean that's just the I mean that's yeah because I mean to me it was like I enjoyed seeing Cole as sort of this bumbling, drunken idiot.
3: But only because you already know, who, like, you like, you know, because Cole's a part of the Wildcats,
0: and all of a sudden he's drunk. Yeah, well, that was part of it. I mean, right. he, but, I mean, it's just sort of a, a, I enjoy those sort of anti-hero characters anyway that, right. are, that are full of flaws. and I he's, guess, too, he's sort of stumbling through this mystery he's trying to figure out and, and not very good at he's, what he's, he's doing. He's out of his depth. He's,
1: he's <clears> playing <throat> against people that... I mean, know the game better than he.
0: There's knows. no question. I enjoyed it because it was a play on the all the characters stuff that, that you the know, characters. Characters. Right. Just, just that universe, right? And just the, it was like I, 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 enjoyed the fact of like seeing the real power in a wild in the Wildstorm universe isn't the guys in in tights and you know with power or with uh, you know crazy costumes. It's these guys like in the real world that have the real power behind the scenes. Manipulating people and, and doing that, you know, Tao and, and Lynch are obviously way more powerful than a guy like Midnighter. You know well, what I mean? That's been known for a really long time. Well,
3: uh, no, not, I'm, not, I'm just, so say, I'm just well, saying, in not in the Wildstorm yeah, yeah, the, the old Team Seven books and stuff like that that came out long, long time right alongside Gen 13 as it was rolling along started to give well, you
0: ideas it, of how powerful. But Lynch if you don't was. know that going into this book, it, right. it tells you that. I mean, well, that's yeah, what I'm well, that's
3: me. I guess I was just trying again, like even having history of the Wildstorm universe. Trying to just read this as an original story without having to hearken to all the other stuff is—it just felt—and I, you know, I think an antihero's as cool as the next guy if it wasn't so. That's everybody now. Like I didn't find. Oh yeah, but that's
0: not this book's fault. (laughs) I understand. Well, but I understand that. But
3: but I can't help but while reading it just go. Oh, I've read this. See, dinosaur. I never read you know many I mean?
2: of the. I never read many of the Wildstorm books. I, I mean, I know who the characters, uh, who the characters are. I mean, I I never really cared about Drifter before, and I guess right. I still kind of don't. Right, <laughs> right. right. All that much. But I mean, uh, the I did like, uh, and I think it's just my own personal thing is that I sort of enjoy, on some level, you know, like I, when I was a kid, I used to love reading Agatha Christie novels. You know, and like uh, I can't really say that I ever gave a shit about any of the characters in Agatha Christie novel because I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the stru- I enjoyed the, the structure, right, which right. is entirely different from. It depends completely on what you're looking for within the story. I, I did have two things that you read it in single issues. Yes. Did it make any sense in single issues? It
0: was much much harder to read, much easier to read in trade paperback. And but it, it's intentionally written yeah. that way. I mean, it's a, yeah. He intentionally say, wrote it to be a, sort a, of obtuse, a, obtuse a to a be. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he wants you to. I, I to, would
2: have thought it would be really hard to read. That it it was. Issue. It was,
0: and I mean, it was way
2: more difficult to read than in in the yeah. trade format. And did anyone else have problems with the paper in the trade? Glossy? Sticking together oh, no, constantly no, no, no. and skipping pages. No, I didn't have that problem. Because I couldn't, a couple times I flipped pages and I was just like, oh, well, whatever. This is just how the story's going. Right. But really, I actually missed a page. <laughs> <laughs> I like,
3: go back. I don't actually, I, I want to make sure that, <laughs> I don't think that it was poorly written. I just think my tastes land more on stories being told yeah, just with nothing. characters I care yeah. about.
0: I mean, I like I said, I like, I, like you. Like, I you, the Christie kind of thing where it's the structure of it and mm. just sort of that mystery story. You don't necessarily have to love the characters if you like that kind of story. But mm. if you don't like that, I mean, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like if you don't I like, like that kind of story, you know, I like
3: having a game is, board and you know? then moving my piece around the game board and caring about my piece and not just caring what the game board is. <laughs> right. right. You know, like... It uh, doesn't matter it's here's just the well, that I mean, that, of it. that
1: comes down to if you like Cole or not or if right. you, you know, I don't even know if you're rooting for him but if you want to see him solve this and if you if you care about him yeah, solving it to me that, ju- it was which, just a cool little
0: mystery told in an interesting way and and in a and it happened to also be in a very familiar universe mm-hmm. at the time when it first came out told in a in sort of a unique way right. i mean shown in a different perspective i guess part of it too
3: you, is like for the <clears> for a, i mean obviously you see him at the beginning and he's getting ready to get killed and then I just felt like uh
1: everything was so easy for him as well along the way.
3: I mean sure, well, he, was Giddy, being, he pulls he was out man- the
1: It's because he was being manipulated the entire time by Tao. Right. And that, that's why it was that easy.
3: comes to that get comes out at the beginning. But what I'm saying is reading a story and while I'm reading through the story going, Oh wow, this is this is pretty easy for him. So then when I get the big crazy like the two oh that was it was being manipulated, I'm like Oh, they made it really easy for him. Crazy, you know what I mean? Like that's because <laughs> you a- did
2: have to read because you read all the parts where- right. it. right. So, yeah, for. so well. it, it
3: didn't. It, like, yes, it was a twist, but I was already bored by getting me to the twist. Like it, it was so. It was just kind of like very typical getting to the twist. Why that- do you- Why
0: do you hate freedom? I do.
1: Hate well, but that, I mean, Cole knew he was being manipulated throughout the book, he right? Didn't and, know who. and it was just like, who is yanking my sure. chain? What, one of the things I did want to mention because it is it is told, and you don't really know about it until you get deeper into the book. That it is told in a non linear. Timeline. There, there are flashbacks that you don't even really know are flashbacks. Yeah, that get, helped
3: a lot. Until too. you get,
1: <laughs> but if you go back and you notice the way that you couldn't color, hang with it, Scotty. No, well, I fun. did.
3: Could, but I am saying there no. were times, exactly what you're saying, where you're going. Wait, hold on. Oh, shit, oh
1: that, that was, was a, a flashback. flashback. But if you go back and if, on, you, you, if, you how, if you if
5: you look <laughs> at how if you look at told
1: if you look at I how, didn't how color problem, is used in the book, like all the scenes that happened that What'd night what do you guys think that,
0: of the
3: uh the art it's okay i like call, i yeah. like how chris is just in the middle of a sentence uh, <laughs> like you a guys are you guys need to go to counseling you two yeah you have a problem i yeah. know what
0: he was saying
1: we know what he's saying i was listening to you brother uh, <laughs> all the scenes, but on to your question all, <laughs> all of the scenes that take place the night in the bar that winch gets shot the, or the The background color is is red or orange, mm-hmm. and if you go back, and I actually did this, if you go back and you read all of those in mm-hmm. order, you kind of get, right. right, in you know, in, in a more you know, linear storytelling of what happened that night. Right. So I thought that was an interesting use of color. I felt but, the
3: art. The art was pretty decent. Uh, there, there's definitely some Rizzo, uh, in, oh, inspiration. But there was one panel. If I could see somebody's book, there's one panel that made me. Because I pr- I was like oh this guy's pretty uh, pretty interesting artist but there's two panels that uh, one panel where he has a close up of Grifter's eyes and then weirdly he decides to break the panel below but he doesn't really like <laughs> Grifter's right? hair blends
1: into <laughs> yeah I thought that was uh, kind of odd
3: face and <laughs> it's a bit odd. I was like he has flesh color yeah hair. no
1: right like that's <laughs> You don't do that. Will Eisner's rolling over in his grave. Oh yeah, somebody isn't crazy
3: in their grave going, What?
1: What? I don't what happened? Yeah, I I I thought I thought Wilson's uh it's Colin Wilson. I thought his art was um more than serviceable for the story. No. It's uh he's not anyone that I'm gonna run out and, and follow around. But yeah, he is, uh, definitely a
6: <laughs> literally. I did like his uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: well you only do that with writers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Fine. I did like a lot of his uh designs I thought yeah. the characters all uh, had... he definitely like it definitely
3: has a like a like he definitely like yeah, yeah definitely yeah. likes 100 bullets.
0: which it, fits for this
3: again like I am being a little harsh like I said I don't think the book is as is, is poorly written or whatever and, and obviously I like other stuff that Brubaker's written um I think it was just because I wasn't I didn't have a connection with the characters at all. You,
1: you, get, you get less of the Wildstorm tie-in and much more character development in the story that this is the prequel right. to. Sleeper, and this is really kind of a setup for, for Holden Carver. Is that Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's, that's what Lynch is at the beginning. He's trying to Although get to Holden Carver.
0: somehow ages a
1: lot. Between this and that book, <laughs> well, that, that's Sean Phillips's interpretation uh, of the character. But yeah, this is all about Lynch trying to get Holden Carver out of this, you know, deep cover operation that he put him in. And so this leads into Sleeper, which is a phenomenal.
2: Series. I did like it pro- Sleeper more than this.
3: It probably doesn't help that I'm not a gigantic like spy espionage governmental right. uh, group type of person Sip you know what I mean? that just doesn't follow into my taste so right away when i'm entrenched like the story starts off so there's probably already things in my head just going you're
1: actually being a lot more favorable of this book than i thought you would be honestly well like I, was, I know this is not your sandbox right 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 yeah.
3: and that's what i said like i try like trying to read it and I, that's why i said i wanted to read it as just this book and not compare it to anything else or whatever but also try to do it objectively because i after three pages, I knew it was not my tastes <laughs> of, of type of stories, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, I mean, that had a lot to do with why. That had more to do with why I didn't like it. That and the character, not liking the characters. Uh, other than that, obviously, I mean,
1: Brewbreakers a proven good writer. Oh, I mean, a it, it, is a, it is a crime yeah. story murder mystery. Yeah. and that's, I mean, uh, I do think people who did like it are retarded. <laughs> <but
6: no. laughs> I'm kidding. He hates
2: people I'm who kidding.
0: liked it. If liked, I'm kidding. I'll cut out all the pages and reorder
2: it. Into a linear I mean, that, fashion. That's what I, so if you can liked it if, it, if you liked it though, definitely pick up Sleeper because I, I like Sleeper more than yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And I can see it kind of—it's kind of weird because it kind of ties back to the movie. Like the elements of—I thought the elements of what makes Sleeper really good is in this. We're in there, yeah. But there's things. This missing was like the first draft. draft. Yeah, there's yeah. things missing in this that are in Sleeper that yeah. makes. Sleeper I did really like
0: better. I did really like how it ends. Because it kind of gives you the idea that it could start all over again, that Cole could go yep. an try and book. figure it all it's over again. It's an infinite yeah, book; it goes sort of, on forever. Kind of yeah. interesting.
1: How about that Simon, Well, here, here's uh, another art note. How about that Simon Bisley cover?
0: Um, not my favorite Simon Bisley. Really? Yeah, I'm I, a big fan of it. This
3: is the I'm actual. I'm a big fan of Simon. I liked all the covers Bisley did in this, except, except this one? one. Really?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't I was like Cole's way. hair in the first one.
6: <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, That's I think what his Bisley. Yeah.
3: Well, obviously, Bisley is a, he's, <laughs> Bisley's like straight out of the 80s, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Bisley's like the 80s king, so every Bisley hairdo is going to be like, The yeah! flock of singles. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? His, he Run takes around. off his bandana and just lets us flow in yeah. locks. <laughs> yeah. but I, yeah, I'm I grifter. Liked, I liked all the draws a mean alley cat. That's all
0: I know. The junkyard cat. <laughs>
1: Like to take a look at oh, how at do that you cat. like uh, um, Savant's hairdo? That one, that, oh, I know that's was, one that got me. I'm I, take a look I, at that cat. The, the
0: Colin, uh, what's his name? Colin, Colin Wilson, Wilson. covers that they did on the chapters. Chapter two, that is a straight up badger. I don't oh, know that what that, 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 like that badger. is. Badger right you know, there.
6: Badger is actually
0: Jeff Butler. Jeff Butler, yeah. the guy the that
2: originally Yeah, you
0: ever
1: that's you what he looks like. He
2: looks like <laughs> is he crazy? Does <laughs> he punch I'd people sometimes? Call, call everyone Larry. Larry, <laughs> hello, Larry.
3: Well, there's, right. there's like there's times throughout in, in the art in this that, um, you know, like most of the time he's very Rizzo, and then he has the dash of other people that have drawn these characters before. I mean, like uh, the the picture of Savant here is very generally. Well, in uh, Travis Charest. I mean the very Charest version, like early, earlier version of, of uh, Savant, uh, and then the and that's a Travis face kind of. Well, now now I'm just going panel by panel calling this dude out. <laughs> Whatever. Why don't jack you just call up? him a cocksucker? <laughs> I'll just call you a thief and get it done. No, no, he was. I I did enjoy the art. I actually enjoyed the art more than I thought that I would.
0: Huh. Well, there you go. All right. Yeah. That's it. That's the yeah, plug. done. Wrap it up. Finished. God, he's getting all irate about hot dogs and chili and
1: I love ketchup!
0: Goddamn well, mustard like, and shit. And don't, eat hot, don't eat cheeseburgers.
1: I'm holding my mic the
3: rest of the night! Put that thing down.
1: <laughs> all right, that's, uh...
0: You <laughs> put ketchup on <laughs> that. <laughs> then you'd eat uh, it. All right.
3: <laughs> well, that's, our, that's
6: our club
0: talk. But we have some, uh, a couple of voicemails uh, that people left us. In, in case you'd like to leave us a voicemail, we do have a new 1-800 number. 888 number. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. I got it. Hold on.
6: <laughs> but we
0: do have a new uh, toll free number you can call and leave us a voicemail. It's a lot easier than the last one. You just call and leave a number or leave a message. You don't have to. Last
3: one, you had to do like nine hundred. Yeah, you had to type, type in, in a code and the, you had to bump you an your answer. elbow three times on the closest table. You had to call another one.
2: number to find out what the number was to call. <laughs> the num- and the number is one eight 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 nine
1: seven seven five nine zero three. Or uh, buy a Willy
3: Wonka bar if you get the golden Shut ticket. Shut up. It'll give you the number. Anyway, here's, uh, here's a voicemail.
0: Ticket. Here's a voicemail somebody left us about uh, one of the club picks.
4: Hi, Around Comics. This is Cammie Knoxville on the forums. I want to let you know that I just got in point blank in the mail today. I gave it a read. i got to say I really, really liked it. And I was really hooked because I don't really know that much about the Wildstorm universe, and so you know I knew a few characters like Grifter and Midnighter and whatnot, and so I got really, really hooked into it. And then at the end there, I, I was just like disappointed, like in my opinion it just kind of ended on a on a down note, like not much was resolved. And what the fuck, Chris? Why'd you pick it? Yeah, anyway.
6: <laughs>
1: Okay. I like
3: you, Cammy Knoxville.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, well Cammy, first of all, uh, thanks for Go fuck yourself. Thanks noir. for sending in the voicemail, appreciate it. It it's a noir
0: tale. It's a noir. It's a noir. No, you it's know, not. There doesn't Yeah. No. no. It wants to be. It, I only say that because nothing is noir if it wasn't a uh noir. in the 1940s. It is sure. It, it does
1: okay, it's not noir because okay. it wasn't done Thank in the forties. But <laughs> That's all, I just wanted to point that out. But yeah, it it, it definitely it definitely pulls from that. And there isn't a tidy resolution to it. And Brubaker, if you read Criminal, is a huge noir fan. And also you have to remember, this is a prequel. So it continues yeah. right into Sleeper. So, yeah, it doesn't well, have a of Also, uh,
2: Brubaker, I think, got better as a writer. I mean, this sure. book isn't new. It's not like right. Brubaker just put that. The stuff, you can see where he's grown from that to you know do Sleeper, to do Criminal, which I think right. takes elements of that and, I, yeah. and does it way better. And yeah, yeah, no, I,
3: and I, that's what I was saying. You could almost see where he w- probably was just starting to experiment with Going into this realm because this was a very basic template of that kind of story
2: yeah. where, like you said, if he's grown as a writer. Um, I mean, if know. he did 20 stories like that, then maybe you'd be like, yeah. well, what I know, what's, what's yeah. he doing? Yeah.
1: And, I'll, and I'll tell you, if there was a pleasant resolution to this story, we, the Sleeper wouldn't have worked. So
2: yeah. It,
0: it, All right. yeah, but I don't think I don't, I don't, we've already talked about I was it. Say, say, I don't, I don't think he, he had Sleeper planned until this book was done. Hmm. I mean, he even says that in the in the really? back piece that. Yeah. No! Anyway, next. Uh, the huh. next week, uh, Cammie left us another uh, voicemail in regards to uh, the the movie and uh, and the CD also. Yeah. So so let's listen to that too.
4: <clears throat> Cammie Knoxville again. I just got done listening to the Drive By Truckers, and I gotta say after the first song was going on, the first couple seconds started happening, I was like, what the fuck am I listening to? Like, someone getting pinned under, under a truck and like, death and all this. I was like, what the hell? But then I went on to the other songs and it sounded great. You know, I, I'm not really a fan of Southern Rock, but I, I enjoyed that album. You know, I'm not really recommending to friends or anything, but you know, it was nice to listen. It was something different. And As for the Devil's Backbone, oh, awesome film. I highly enjoyed that. So, yeah, Pan's Labyrinth is, like, equally good. And I really enjoyed Pan's Labyrinth, and so I enjoyed that, so it makes sense, what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm going to talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> yeah, okay,
0: yeah, thanks, thanks. Cammie Knoxville. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Cammie Knoxville, for... Why
1: <laughs> did <laughs> <Glad laughs> you, you, yeah. you like the CD and, yeah. uh, and and found some value in it, and uh, Devil's Backsmoke? Well, yeah, it's yeah. a
3: good movie. Pan's Labyrinth is not as equally as good, it's better. Yeah. So fuck off. Equally. No, I like you, Cammy Knoxville. Are you really from Knoxville, by the way, Cammy?
0: No, he uh he actually explained his uh uh username on the thread. Please that tell that me that it's explained. not a play on Johnny Knoxville. It, well, it's a girl, it was, he's, it's a girl that a he's stalking his, in that, <laughs> Knoxville named Cammy. His name is Cameron and he said when and he was younger he used to do stupid cars shit. Up his ass. Yeah, he used to do dumb shit like that and his friends used to call him Frank Knoxville. Calls. So it's just a. See when, when I was younger, younger and I did stupid. You,
6: well, I think when he, he. God, I'm starting you know. to get old, <laughs> You're an old man, motherfucker. When you
2: I, I was, was young,
3: Johnny Knoxville. When I was younger and I did stupid shit.
2: When I was young God. and we did stupid shit, you you were just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and they would just yeah. say, "Look at that dumb yeah. asshole." <laughs> oh, look at that poor retarded <laughs> kid. <laughs> they don't they don't have like a last name to attach to, yeah. you know. Shit.
1: You didn't have Let to. put that, that up. We're all Jesus, fellas. So thank you. We Hammer, did uh, yeah. uh we had a lot of people post on the forum it was a lot of i like this or i didn't like that but uh one that did uh, catch my attention is from uh uh Lugaro is it it's uh...
3: Use your fucking names people L U J A
1: and he has a luchador mask on and I'm God, assuming I watch the, a bad movie I'm assuming luchador. from the post that he is uh, uh Spanish speaking uh he says i watched devil's backbone oh, when it originally okay. came out in Spanish back in Mexico. I made the mistake of taking my non Spanish speaking girlfriend to the movie, expecting it to have subtitles or something. Duh. it was uh, a great time for me at least. Uh, while it never came close to uh, uh, scaring me, the atmosphere is amazing well, and the insensuous, uh, uh, <laughs> murky story. Hooked me more than the poorly realized horror
2: element. I agree with him. Wait, where was John, What country country was he in that he expected English subtitles? Mexico. Brazil. Brazil. Do no, I actually I think st- he's from, like,
0: Argentina or something, if I remember correctly. Do they have
2: English subtitles on movies outside of the United States in a country that... They United don't, have, t- they they don't so. have the technology. I don't know. The, the movie, yeah, the movie, the the screens are smaller, so you actually only see 60% of the movie. It's still in black and white on uh, RCA <laughs> yeah. tennis. And, and they right. have a guy playing an organ <laughs> down by the bottom. Like, of <laughs> 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 they don't actually have a movie. It's actually...
3: It's on a cinder block wall. It's three actors it. that get on a stage and try to try to him for it. Like a foliar,
2: Jacinto yeah. stabs that girl and then turns to the crowd and yeah. makes like a big face, like "Ooh, look what oh. I've done!" And then Oregon goes, do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs>
3: "Not just one continent. This is everything <laughs> outside of yeah. America. Any Latin, uh,
0: especially the French Canadians."
1: Country. Good Lord! All right, oh, they don't so have so have movie that'll movies. take care of my picks. That wraps up. This I hope you had club. fun. Yes. Uh, which means it's now time to debut the. The next month, December. Picks. Yes, yeah.
2: <laughs> Give it to us, Tom. We'll call it December-January pick. It's uh, Flash Gordon the movie, Flash Gordon the comic, <laughs> and the soundtrack to Flash Gordon. <laughs> yeah, no, no, cr- crank, I'm kidding. No. Uh, crank just got uh,
3: a fucking hard on uh, the size
2: of the room. Finally, a show. Finally, the perfect show for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he just looked at Mike and said, "The Crank cast is over."
6: <laughs> uh,
2: the comic I picked is uh, We Three by uh, Grant Morrison and uh, Frank. Fightly. yes uh, the album i picked is a uh, badly drawn boy uh the hour of the bewilder beast love it i, I have no idea what letters. that is uh, I'm all and the movie it i picked uh which i actually picked today uh i wanted to pick something completely different from what we picked so far so i picked the comedy safe men starring sam rockwell and uh steve zahn
5: oh, i love steve oh, zahn, zahn. both of them. yes, yes. and paul
2: Giamatti is in it oh no! i I didn't want it. We picked. We picked a western, and we your sort of picked pick like- sucked, Chris? <laughs> no, no. We picked. All right, can we revisit the witching hour? No, it <laughs> did <laughs> suck. Yeah. We picked. You sure know, enough. we had a we had a western, and we had a horror movie. And I was like, well, I'm just gonna pick like a comedy yeah. that i don't think's like I'm really disappointed. It's just, I
1: was really hoping for Young Frankenstein.
2: Well, i think that's a movie a lot of people have yeah, seen and safe and safe men. <laughs> <laughs> I like Young Frankenstein, but i think that's like a movie i think a lot of people have sure. probably seen. seen that, yeah. And Safe Men's a movie that i think's I've, really I've funny heard of it. and no one's ever watched. Yeah. So i wanted to pick that and you know, a little, know, a little taste, on. a little a little something different Sweet. movie-wise, okay. you know. So, so we'll we have sure. uh, we'll have
0: the thread up on the forum. We'll put that up there all the pics and uh I think I think you can go uh, uh, I know that Sal out.
1: and I can already vouch for we we three. Have you read it, Scotty? No.
0: Come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're
0: it made cry. Me. No. Yeah, You're it's tear been it up. In the change. last thing you'll cry. Will I cry? Yeah, it's, you'll cry like that. <laughs> you'll baby. cry. It'll, Will I? Yeah. It's I'm animals. Real, it's oh, about animals. Oh, Robot dude. killer animals.
3: Oh! Yeah. But Damn, how'd I miss that book? <laughs> that's yours. No, I have read
0: all it. All your tattoos. All your animal
1: yeah. tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I haven't in, read it. Uh, and Hour of the Border Beast is... I have no
0: cool. idea what that and is. And that's also very
2: different. Been. I wanted to pick you're something different.
0: You're, uh, kind of you're blowing good. my mind, yeah. Tom. You're, you're going to burn me a copy of those, right? Because I'll never... <laughs> well, we'll Yeah. You're
2: blowing my mind, Tom. Did that have a cool
0: effect to it? it was just
2: muffled. You're blowing my mind. It's... Does that work? like
0: somebody with a tracheotomy. Yeah, that's give what I'm your, going for. Yeah, give, give him the
2: vocoder. Yes. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. Oh, I could just put uh, an effect uh, on you. And you no, know, no, 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 man. Up. I'm
3: I don't get down with the CG shit. Oh, oh, sorry. On <laughs> Yeah, I'm a practical, I'm yeah, I'm uh, a practical effects I artist. I got you.
1: And uh, uh, we talked with Cameron that. at InStockTrades.com this week, and We Three is in stock and ready to go. So. Uh, run off to instocktrades. and and pick up your Scott copy. Scott
0: excited. Look at him. Very nice. He's barely able to. Sit down. All right. He's right. crumping. Is that he all? Walking. <laughs> is that all we got? What
6: the? Yeah. I, okay. uh, it's uh,
1: you know, a I, I, did, I did have a couple uh, a couple things I Notes. wanted to throw in that uh, I wanted to talk about before we wrap up. Sure. Uh, first of all, uh, former guest of the program and just all around good and very talented guy, Gabe it. Hardman. He has a comic at Zuda Comics, which is DC's web comics, and it's called The Crooked Man. Yes. So uh, go to Zuda Comics. Is that ZudaComics.com?
2: Yes. Is that the, the address? And check. I out, think it's just Zuda.com. Is it Zuda.com? Yeah. I think if you think it, it shows up on your computer. <laughs> I have to uh, good say Warner thank Brothers you is. to Gabe actually. Gabe's awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's, a,
1: he's an awesome guy. He is a good guy, but I'm so story? uncomfortable.
0: I uh, <laughs> right now. No, I um, he saved My daughter just started kindergarten this year, and in the Class, uh, been a they very good thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> they did this thing where uh, they read the the story, the Gingerbread Man, and then they made this big gingerbread man cookie. Oh, you told me. And about he this. he disappeared at. The, they all went out to recess, and mm-hmm. they came back, and he was gone. And they made, the teacher made up the story that he ran away. Mm-hmm. And then they made said, up the story. He didn't really run away. Anyway, <laughs> my daughter's not listening, so I think I can. Anyway, on, now you're going to talk about Santa Claus, right? So uh, the teacher asked. <clears throat> Excuse me. The teacher sent home letters with with her to us, asking us to send these letters to people that we know outside of the country or outside of the uh, the area. Do they have
2: mail outside of the country? <laughs> <Sorry>. Not <laughs> yet.
0: Not that, yet. That, uh, Still with birds and badgers. <laughs> yeah. That could send in stories about sightings of the gingerbread man. Yeah. And the class would really get it. so. I, I That's creepy. Why is that creepy? Why it's didn't kind of I a get cute little... fucking now? Uh, scaring me. Because he's over here. Sleeping. So, I sent out a bunch of emails to people that I know uh, asking if they could do this. If they had a minute, they could just write a little note, and a postcard, whatever, send a story into the class right. about seeing. And Gabe. He showed up dressed no. as a gingerbread man and fondled his daughter. Op, op, oh, optional, oh, sto- optional, <laughs> optional story. In he crossed the line. What is wrong with you, man? Wow. <laughs> it's all that ketchup you've been. <laughs> <laughs> ketchup <It's laughs> on your head. It's good. Uh, no, anyway, he, he, uh, <laughs> he wrote a story about because uh, he lives in L.A., he works uh, in, mo- in the movie industries. He's a storyboard artist. And he wrote a little story about how he was driving down Hollywood Boulevard and he saw the gingerbread man on the Walk of Fame. And but then on the back of the card, he actually drew it out because he's an artist, mm-hmm. and it was just this really cool thing. And he sent it. Cool. Sent it. So, so nice. it, was re- it was very cool. And cool, I just kiss to ass. Say, say thanks to Gabe for doing that. Kiss ass, Gabe. Why he <laughs> 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 He doesn't
3: need to kiss our ass. Kiss uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we know not Yeah, it's reverse. Uh,
0: <laughs> we should... So thank you, Gabe.
3: No, that is cool. Kiss Good. Me. That was, that was cool of you to do, Gabe. Uh, Sal didn't ask me.
0: You well, you live right either. here.
3: Oh, yeah. I wanted people outside of Gingerbread's Illinois. at my house playing my hey, PS. Hey, Scotty. Right now. Besides, I
0: don't know if I could trust you telling stories <laughs> to
2: fucking <laughs> To your daughter. Yeah. I
3: don't know. <laughs> gingerbread man, gingerbread mountain. We came to my house. He we sucked my dick. And, <laughs> and he started coke yeah. a whore. I, yeah. I was at a whore Scotty's
2: <laughs> looking at his uh, at his computer like. You know, I only swore twice in this story. <laughs> she can do with it. I'm going to change this fuck to freaking. <laughs> <laughs> to effing. <laughs> effing, yeah.
6: No, I, I only sent it to people
0: outside of the state of Illinois. That's good. Because I, I wanted to.
6: That is cool.
1: cool. So and check that, out The Crooked Man at Zooter.com. Yes. And vote. I think you can vote for it. Yes, Zutiful you can
0: vote for it. Voting thing. And, uh, the, and winners, uh, the winners get a sort of contract thingy. So. Yeah, he's a great artist, so.
1: And another, uh, another listener of the show that has some stuff out there
0: that you and should check guest, out. And a guest. We've talked to him before, too.
1: Oh, with Gabe, yeah, on our Spider-Man No, two. Shane.
0: Yes, because he worked. He was a storyboard artist mm-hmm. on Spider-Man 2. The next or three. Uh, uh, Shane hey, White. We're
1: talking about, We're Shane. Talking about yeah. Shane. Shane. Yeah, yeah oh. Shane. Have
2: we had to? Jesus. Yes. We talked Keep Shane? up, people. At the convention we talked Oh, talk that's to. right. That's right. <laughs>
1: um, Shane White <laughs> is the artist of The Overman, which just came out this past
2: week. It's very good. For, it looks the really the
3: good. I haven't read it, but it looks really good.
2: It was cool. I read it, and it was very good, actually. Cool. I, I really enjoyed good, it. The good. art was... Really, I, I liked how uh, very good. the technology all looked in the future.
0: It's <laughs> weird. Weird and odd. So go check out The Overman. Mm. Cool. Uh, Tim... Freaky Tiki from
1: the forum sent us a package this week. It's a human with some, heart. Um, um, actually, let me grab
2: it. It was a human heart with two issues of uh, Simon Dark <laughs> stuff inside of it.
1: There you go. He, he sent each one of us away. Oh, so, how fantastic. There, oh, there this is goes, so very it. gay.
2: I'm going to put mine on. <laughs> Thank
1: you, so, Freaky Tiki. So he sent us, uh, he sent us uh, some ways, and he also sent us the first two issues of Simon Dark. And not because he knows any of the creators. Uh, DC already or, sent us. What, those. Um, <laughs> he he is a big fan of the Simon Dark series that is on issue two from DC. It is uh, a Steve Niles written series that, that takes place in, in Gotham. Gotham. Doesn't really have anything to do with Batman, but it's a, I, I kind of it's, it's kind of like the Crow in Gotham City, kind of. A is, is fan
3: how. just sent us comic books. Yeah. Yeah. that he didn't have anything to do with.
1: Uh, no, he, he just, he just really, really yeah. likes it. Yeah. He, he doesn't think, which that, is commendable. He doesn't that's think that people have been talking about the comic enough. Uh, he yeah. really enjoys it, yeah. and but he's trying trying to promote yeah. it. You and, kept uh,
3: the fucking lace to yourself, but I, that's cool with the comics.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want people to like something, just yeah. so uh, I already have the first two issues. Okay, that, any uh, any of us that don't have them, go ahead and take them. I have. Uh,
3: no, I'm a. Do- I am do not do single issues, even when they're. I know you drop those.
0: Tom,
3: he'll pay double for the. He'll pay double for the trick. Trade, yeah. than to yeah. All right, so, Tom, those
1: are yours. All right, but yeah. it
3: does look very cool. I it will cool. buy the trade when it comes out.
1: It is cool. Thank you, Timothy um, T. So Guy. So, uh, Tom, Tom will read these next week. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about Time and Are they Time both the dark.
2: same, different covers?
1: Is it, uh, It's the first two issues, isn't it? Oh, first two. Yes, cool so, I'll fit so, it so in. a so little simon, simon
2: dark and Good we'll job. talk about
1: that in the future simon. thanks freaky uh, i mean freaky uh reminder for everyone we are in our month of heroes oh. where we're uh, each monday we're bringing you a uh, a new a interview hero. with someone that's involved with the hero initiative whether they're a board member or a creator that's actively involved board with them I'm a member of this podcast uh, <laughs> oh,
6: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, snap.
1: All right, so uh, actually, <laughs> w- we've been we've been asking people to you know not necessarily make a huge donation. If it's three bucks or 150, just do it. Ten. Whatever. And Ten. actually, actually, I got, Gold. I got an email from Jim McLaughlin from the Hero Initiative this week, and he said they have seen a lot of three and five and nine dollar donations coming in. So we know that we're making a difference Good. there. So get in the holiday spirit. Give some uh, give some cash. Give Dylan it, it hurts. Yes. To, uh, Merry motherfucking Christmas. So. There's a there's a PayPal button on That's our homepage, you to my so you can uh, you can do that. It's really quick, it's easy, and it's for a great cause. So.
0: Cool. All right. All right. All right. All right. And uh, remember, you can go to aroundcomics.com and download our LCS Challenge flyer. Ask your comic shop manager or owner if they will display it in the store. If they do, send us an email. We'll mention you in the store on the show as well as post it on our site. Become a friend of the program today. You can even post it on a uh, aircraft carrier. Yes, a, yeah, but we I, haven't had I, anybody pick up the LCS challenge in a while. Yeah, Somebody's slacking out there. You know, Maybe Brian we need got offer, the. Like, got the shit uh, uh,
1: uh, Brian's not on the uh, Abraham Lincoln anymore. He's not. No, he is uh,
0: deployed and uh,
1: somewhere else. They they moved him. I, I got an email from him, so he's he's not on the Abraham Lincoln. So he's spreading the good word in some other, s- some other some other area our, of the military.
3: He's so. uh, oh, nice. in space. <laughs> He's in space. Uh, he was mutated. Uh, when you leave iTunes reviews, Chris will masturbate while crying. So go do that.
2: <laughs> oh, a, you know what? It's happens. tears of joy though. Wait, wait it's a second. You know what happens? That, like that's conditional. What? No, no. Like you, there's another way.
3: Uh, I guess he does do it all the time, but he, does, he cries a little harder. Of no, it's joy when you leave an iTunes oh, review. Not He's, just, he's just crying not out disappointment. of disappointment. Complete, yeah, complete <laughs> disappointment
1: without iTunes reviews. But, you know, I'm I'm spent after this week. You uh, know what happened? Oh God! He is, tricked
2: everyone into giving tons of reviews. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That was he's a chafed. nice one. <laughs> he's chafed and out of tears. <laughs> we
0: we eclipsed. Did
1: we the, hit 200?
2: 200, two, 202.
0: Oh, oh joy. Damn. And almost all of them good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I like ex-
2: reading the old ones, <laughs> the old old ones. Yeah. yeah. They're funny. Uh,
3: so thanks to uh, Cajun Bliss, Scott good. Uh, Sutherland, Freaky Tiki, Cami Knoxville, Comic Sixty Eight, and Mike or- Ortiz. I-, I didn't know. Hey, you was know yet. what? Thanks for real they're names. fucking listening because they're, they're putting the real names. goddamn names. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank no. you, Mr. Bliss. Except Freaky Tiki and Comic Sixty Eight, you're fucking up the program, Mr. Bliss. But, but Freaky Tiki, I mean Freaky sent Tiki, you're comics. cool because you sent free comics. So and wise. That's Just get with the program on that side of things.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, as we mentioned earlier, this episode is sponsored by InStockTrades.com. You can, uh, if we did pique your interest on Point Blank, you can still pick that up there. Peak. And now you can grab We Three and um,
0: uh, InStockTrades.com is uh, your new best friend because this copy doesn't match We Three. So uh, pick it up. It'll but you can it. still pick up Point Blank. <laughs> Oh yeah, you can, is, uh, InStockTrades.com is offering this month's reading selection, Just point blank to around comics listeners for an amazing thirty-five percent off the cover price. Get your copy today for only nine dollars and seventy-two cents. You can now read Ed Brubaker's amazing five-issue prologue to the critically acclaimed sleeper for less than ten bucks. InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. And remember, all orders over fifty dollars ship for
6: free.
2: That's a month of heroes. We are, proud to spot, we are proud to help support the Hero Initiative. Hero creates a financial safety net for yesterday's creators who need emergency medical aid, financial support for essentials of life, and an avenue back into paying work. It's a chance for all of us to give back something to the people who have given us oh so much enjoyment and conversation. For more information, visit www.heroinitiative.org or call 310-909-7809 and ask for the gingerbread man. I'd, I'd like to dot thank
0: com. everyone for joining us today. Chris, Tom, Scotty, Mike Norton, and Crank. And Hank. and Hank, Debraced Hank, the new debraced Jesus. much mature, more mature looking Hank. <laughs> yeah, what a lovely smile. Uh and uh, and and thanks to Mark for hosting us as always. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm only reading this because it says it. I, I know to. I didn't change it. I know, know but I figured out
1: Uh Remember about the the Monday episodes? We do have a, a really Who we cool got Monday.
0: Re- uh, you want me? To We're not talking about it. it? Not oh, talking you're not, about. Oh, it. you're not spoiling it. No.
2: Isn't it Danny uh, O'Neill? No, that was Monday? last Monday. Goodbye. The second half isn't. We'll be around no. comics no. Sky no, Young Day after is. that.
0: <laughs> who oh, 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 I know who you're talking to. you supposed to talk to him this weekend? Big. Big, big, big. Big Roy? Big Roy. You're supposed to be talking to Roy Thomas this weekend? That Saturday. Now. Oh, uh, no, no,
2: I've got like a. Oh, okay. Now I know time. when the it's show's coming out. I'm in the weird <laughs> thing. Goodbye. Right. Uh, time Goodbye. Time flux. Fucks with everybody. Tom, this is you in the past.
0: Everyone, have a fantastic week. Take it easy. And weekend. We'll be back again someday. In the meantime. In between time. We'll be everywhere in. An and around,
2: around comics. Listening, comics. Listening in the background. background.
0: Bringing you the very best news, reviews and opinions in and around comics. Around Comics is a pipe dream production. Copyright 2007. All rights
6: reserved. Love you, babe. Yeah. Why you got my love and love me